BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Hump Day and Merch Day. It's so many important days wrapped in one. And it's my anniversary. Oh, yes. My two-year wedding anniversary. It's such a busy day. I was so overwhelmed this morning because mm. we have the merch drop, which is already live. It's already sickening your shopping carts down. Some of the products are so low inventory, we're going to have to put the future orders on pre-order. So make sure you head over to shopmorningtoast.com. Not... Shop Hermes, and certainly not Shop Chanel. I know it's confusing for people. Shop MorningToast.com. The How You Dern collection, phone cases, beanies, sweatshirts, the Redheads co- collection, mugs, notebooks, sweatshirts, everything. Did I forget anything? Everything. I just want to show off my long sleeve because it hasn't been wearing it on the show. It's a Toast exclusive. It's a brown long sleeve with a little... I would say it's a chocolate brown. I would say so too. Mm-hmm. With a little small How You Dern emblem on the chest. And I'm wearing the Bone Crew Neck in the How You Dern collection. I'm just obsessed with the collection. Like this lasso. Like find me at Stagecoach wearing my How You Dern Bone Crew Neck. A hundred percent when it gets a little chilly at night. Oh, I'm ready for Luke Combs. Let me grab my Bone sweatshirt. How You Dern, Luke Combs. How You Dern, Luke Combs. So it's all very exciting. And make sure you get your merch ASAP so that no one else does. Yeah. We um, are very excited about the drop. So thank you to everyone who has purchased yes. and is loving. Thank you to the redheads who are showing up and showing out. I obviously knew that like since it's my passion project like I figured my passions would overflow and spill out towards other people but like the redheads are just showed up in droves this morning and I just love you guys so much. No and honestly I feel like it's a huge lesson in passion. It is like and it's really that old adage like if you do what you if you if you do love what you do, if you you'll love never what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I'm telling you, like the redheads has not worked to me. Like it's just fun. It's also that old adage, like passion projects are passionate. Yes, that old adage, um, secret projects. I'm sorry, passion projects over secret projects. Yeah, it's also <laughs> that um, old adage. I don't know if you've heard this one that merch is available at shopmorningtoast.com. Have mm-hmm. you heard that? I have heard that. It's like kind of um, like super niche and like yeah, very... Yeah, I think it's actually Yiddish. It's very like, old school. Yeah, I think it's originally like a translated proverb from Yiddish. Yes. A merch available at shopmorningtoast.com is the translation. I think. Yeah, we'll have to check our sources. Um, <laughs> we have a great show for you guys today. Here's what we got. It's Wednesday. So we got the Fast Five Stories because the world is turning and you must be informed. It's super important. Mm -hmm. We've got the Real Housewives of Dallas recap, Mm -hmm. which I watched this morning and it was actually very good. Mm -hmm. We've got Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment, which we do every Wednesday here. You write into deartoasters at gmail.com and we'll we'll answer your problems. We've got three quandaries 
that's the right word? Yeah. Three quandaries this week that could use our help. So we we we're on the way. Call an ambulance, call an ambulance, but not, not for, for you me. guys because yeah. we have deer toasters coming <laughs> at you. Um we also assigned yesterday our toast movie of the week. And we got so much, all of my friends were texting me. They were like, oh my God, I used to watch that movie as a kid. And you haven't been able to find the Cinderella version with Brandy and Whitney Houston on any streaming services, but Disney Plus finally like refurbished it, renewed the digital, whatever, and put it out. And every, I'm so excited to watch I'm it. I'm so excited to watch it. So, it's a great week of content. It's just a great week of toast. It's always an exciting yeah. week when there's a merchy week, a short week, an anniversary. Oh, it's true. It's true. You know? Wow. I'm getting my Botox this afternoon. Like that's exciting well more exciting for your anniversary but still something for me too yeah no the anniversary is exciting we're going to dinner um are you going to the restaurant i told you to go to i am going to the restaurant you told me to go to i'm very excited also it's like a little no it's still exciting i'm just a little bummed because yesterday i restarted keto like in a major way like i went to barnes and noble like Pull my arm. I had to go back. Oh my god! I um, love, we we're literally. This is turning into a Barnes and Noble like stand show. Yeah. I agree. So I went. and I got some keto cookbooks because I really want to still be able to cook because that's so fun. But like, make it um, within the keto guidelines because I'm ready to turn. I'm ready to turn it around. You know, I've gotten to a. You're t- ready to turn the meat around. <laughs> love to hear potatoes. Toes. No, no potatoes. Okay, sorry. Turn them upside down. Yeah. Um, that's exciting, like, for you. It's it's not, but it's nice to, like, have a plan yeah. and know that if I stick to it, I'll get where I, where I want to yeah. be going. Because this year has just been rough on my on my health. No, you are trimming down and I'm literally expanding as we sit here. So I just feel like this is a really balanced show. Yeah. No, but I feel like if you look at the year as a whole, like, I've been expanding and you've been trimming down. Um... Like, definitely not. No, I feel like you look great. Well, that's really nice and, like, of you to lie. Like, it's really nice. I don't really care. Like, it's just, I think it's important that we always stay balanced. And I think when you're the host and I'm the host, like, balance is never a problem. Yeah, but I think sometimes it, it you know, it's like this, I guess. Yes, no, it's... The it's like the scales, scales of justice. Thank you. You know, I couldn't think of the phrase. <laughs> um, I want to say two things really quickly. So, mm-hmm. one was make sure to watch Cinderella, available on Disney+. Plus. We'll be recapping it on Friday. Two, in more Black History Month news. So, I've been doing cameos mm-hmm. um, and donating 100% of my proceeds to Equal Justice Initiative, which we learned about last year when we watched Just Mercy as a community, and I was very impacted by it. And I really thought we were going to raise like two, $3,000, and we're already at $7,000, and I like shared on my Instagram that I was um, we reached like seventy two hundred dollars, and I got another thousand dollars in orders that I'm gonna do today. So we're like I feel like we might raise ten k. That's amazing. And I like that's a lot. Like, that's we, a lot. Like, that can actually like make a difference. A hundred percent. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. So if you want to book me for a special event, birthday, bachelorette party, anything, cameo, search me, girl with no job. hundred percent of the proceeds going to Equal Justice Initiative for the entire month. And we're only halfway through, so like maybe I could get to like fourteen thousand. I don't know. Just an idea. That's amazing. Oh, and the second thing I wanted to say was I had such an interesting experience last night that I was just telling you about. Um, I was up super late on this Zoom that I got booked for like super last minute. And I'm excited for everyone to see because it was this um, like Jewish, it was for charity and it was like a Jewish event um, retelling the story of Purim because Purim's at the end of the month. And they had Jewish comedians like from all over the country put together, there was this great script that was written, like it was modernized, modernizing the story of Purim, and it made, the script was so funny. The script was so funny, Claudia and I were running lines. We and were crying. I was crying laughing, like. It was really well done, and on Zoom, everyone got on, and like, 
did a table read and they're going to stitch it together for YouTube. But it was like Jeff Garland, Bob Saget, Howie Mandel, Claudia Hosh, right? And it was actually so much fun. It was supposed to take like 30 minutes, but like everyone was just like cracking jokes like every two seconds. And I actually had a great time. Like I didn't mind being up till one, which is crazy for me. No, it sounds so fabulous. And it really I'm, was. I'm, I thought it was going to be live last night. I was going to tune in to watch because the script was so good and the cast is so good. No, I literally. And like, it's such a great idea. I mean, yes. if you don't know the story of Purim, which most people probably don't it's actually a great story agreed um one that is just very deeply interesting so whenever it comes out please share that with us because i, I thought would love, it was live too i'd I love a perm refresher i mess oh and i got a huge refresher but i literally like messaged the one of the people and i'm like hey like where can i tell people to tune in like need to send to my family she was like it's not live so like i was like thank god i didn't send you guys a zoom link that i had because imagine you like showed up to the private <laughs> zoom like <laughs> that is so funny um, but it'll be out by the end of the month and I actually am really excited about it because I think I did a good job of playing Zesher Haman's wife a very important role a very important role a small role but important no I think I'm sure you did a great job it was hysterical. I'm actually really excited that it was just a sweet treat yeah it was like a nice, it was like a fun little evening activity great keep us posted on that we'll do we'll do well, I guess without further ado, you guess, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's so much more discuss. like my anniversary. It really feels like my birthday because I'm getting tagged in so many stories like of people throwing back to the wedding, which I'm going to do like a whole story later with some of the highlights. Um, and maybe that's also what inspired me to restart my keto journey, like seeing all those fabulous photos. Of my myself. time up today was also like um, my chiseled self pictures from your wedding. And it's just like crazy. What was it? Two years ago. Uh-huh. Lifetime ago. Like don't know the girl in that photo at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels like a long time ago and a short time ago, especially because this year is just, you know, in the crapper. Yeah. And so it kind of just feels like my one year. Yeah, that's actually crazy. 50% of also, your marriage like, has been in quarantine. For sure. But also like Zach and I have spent more time together this year than like we right. would have in, in 10 years. So you've not, really been married so for 35 we, years. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's math. That's math for you. Yeah, guys. That's what we do here. Math. Math. Get off your ass. Let's do some math, 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 math. Okay. Now that we've sang, I think it's time. Yeah, for the Fast Five story. Yeah. It is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> but not for me because I'm on keto. Well, you can have a Z-Kill bread. No, I can't. Oh, wow. I That's... could like make my own bread with almond flour according to these cookbooks. Oh, some people have too much time on their hands. <laughs> um, today's episode is brought to you by Bruce to get those little brushes those little pieces of toast out of your teeth. Bruch is the most, everyone knows, we've been talking about Bruch forever. People keep tagging me in their stories that they finally gave in, ordered the Bruch, and it has changed their life. It is the, be- the best electric toothbrush on the market. It is very reasonably priced. Some of them can cost like over $200. Bruch does not. It's very reasonably priced. And it works as good, better than any I've ever used. And I really mean that. The brush itself has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks, and it comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also now have a subscription program, so you never have to forget to change your brush head again. Bruce ships your new replacement heads every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. Their electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and looks great on your bathroom counter. I know, I feel like the last time we did a a read for them. I said I wanted to go look at the website and get maybe a new one because I have like millennial pink and it's super, super cute. But I just wanted to see the new seasonal trend driven colors and I haven't done that. So maybe I'll go do that today. But it's really a fabulous thing. We both went to the dentist and both got complimented on our brushing uh, skills. And the doctor said, what kind of brush are you using? I said, doc, I'm not brushing. I'm brushing. 
If you want to get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and the refill plan, you can use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Again, that spelling is B-R-U-U-S-H.com. You won't regret it. Check, you know, Ask your local toaster because she probably has a Bruch. Yeah, I, a lot of people have been getting brushes, and it's just a premium experience. It's a premium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. First story, love is in the air. I feel like with Valentine's Day having been this weekend, we're getting a lot of celeb love news. Right, because maybe a lot of celebrities like took the opportunity to like you know make their relationship official on yes. Valentine's Day. So we have some, some lovely news. First up, Paris Hilton is engaged to oh, Carter yeah. Room. You know, I actually feel like this could be the one. I really I do. He could be the one. Smooth-talking, so-rocking, he's got everything that a girl's wanting. Guitar cutie, he plays it groovy, and I can't keep myself from saying something stupid. Think I'm really falling for his kind. Get butterflies when he says my name. He's got something special, he's got something special, and when he's looking at me, he don't want to get all sentimental. He's got something special, boom, he's got something special, and I can hardly be something telling me, telling me maybe he could be the one, he could be the one. You can tell me your name, I won't remember it. I'll remember that song till the day I die. And those are our thoughts on Paris Hilton's engagement. <laughs> Honestly, it's really all that needs to be said, because he's a smooth talker. So, so rocking. He is so rocking. He's, He's also cute. a venture capitalist. It sounds like she found herself a businessman beau. Like we've been recommending to all you celebs all these years. She followed in the footsteps of Caitlin Bristow, and that's really admirable. Really admirable. He proposed on a private island on February 13th after dating for about a year. He popped the question with an emerald cut diamond ring designed by Jean Doucet. Who? Jean Doucet. <laughs> Jean Doucet. Oh, John Doucet. I love his work. <laughs> Crying. French. No, John is actually a good friend of mine. He actually goes by Joe. Joe. Okay. Yeah. So this is really exciting. I agree with you. Could be the one. And I just hope that it is. Me too. Especially because she was just um, in an interview when we spoke about it on the toast. She's really thinking about motherhood. having kids, motherhood. So I don't know. I feel like, call me crazy. I see a... A rainbow ending. I do. And though they're on a private island, I will be building my ship to hop to get on there. <laughs> yeah, you can't fly there commercially, so you have to build your own ship. Yeah, they actually, yeah, you have no choice but to ship. Yeah, no, literally. Literally. No, this is sweet. Um, you know, as a close personal friend of Paris Hilton, I'm obviously thrilled for her, and I'm sure I'll be getting an invite to the wedding, you know, any day now. Yes, for sure. And actually, you know, I did, I knew that she, like, told me already. No <laughs> kidding. Um, are you ready for some more Lovebird news sure. while we're on the topic? Because Kourtney Kardashian has made it Instagram official with Travis Barker. Yes. Jackie O is eating her words. Yeah, no, that was, that was, I knew it was real, but to see it really real was shocking. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I feel as though I wasn't a believer. Like, I, I didn't You were think, a doubter, non-believer, once were her dreamers. One of these days you'll open up your eyes. And, and you'll realize Travis Barker is dating <laughs> Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, I have a feeling I'm going to be annoying with singing today. I'm going to try and reel it in. Sorry. Um, Travis Barker is dating Kourtney Kardashian. They posted a super cute photo of their hands interlocked I on her Tuesday nails. night. Her nails are sickening, so romantic. 
And also they had been seen like having dinner together. But again, the doubter non-believer in me could have been like their friends. They're having dinner. Of What's course. the big deal? Um, but this is super romantic. And I'm really here for it. And I'm impressed because I think that Kourtney Kardashian has atrocious taste in men. Like, I just always find myself not liking the people that she dates. Like, remember when she dated Justin Bieber? And Scott has his stuff together now, but he was deeply problematic for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Eunice like, beat the shit out of some guy in an alley. That video, like, haunted me for years. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I mean, I don't know a lot about Travis Barker. Maybe I'll find out that I don't like him. But all the music he released with Machine Gun Kelly is excellent. So, so far, I'm a fan. Yeah, I feel like I've heard good things about him. So... I'm sure that this is actually a great couple for you <gasps> and Ben. No, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, like iconic foursome, maybe even better than Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, Lala, and Randall. I'm Why sorry. can't they be a sixsome? Just foursomes are just really more... I think they should they should be a sixsome because it's always good to have like a producer in the mix. Yeah, and like two reality stars. I actually feel like Lala and Kourtney would have a lot to say. I feel like I they feel both like, like hate the reality life fame. I so agree. I think they would all really get along. But I, I was going to say, I think this is a great couple for you and Ben to ship together. Yeah. Because like you love Kardashians and he loves rock music. Yeah, no, as much as I've tried to like get Ben to care about things that I care about, like he would never care. I think you might care about this. Give it a I'll shot. I'll bring it up. I'll Give bring it, it up. I, I will. think you guys could really bond over it. I will. I'm happy that they confirmed it. I think that this is like a nice couple. And it's actually been a while since Courtney dated someone like seriously and publicly. So yeah. here's hoping. Meanwhile, I don't even want to mention it, but since we're on the topic of um Are you talk about Scott, Amelia? Yeah. Like I Amelia know. and Scott being seen together in Miami, like still not okay with it, not talking about it. Um, just want to let you guys know. Yeah, it's every time I see them, it's like super it doesn't it, get so it doesn't a, get more appropriate. It yeah, just doesn't. But maybe it will because if, we used to say the same shit about Sophia and Scott. I don't see myself changing my tune on this one, but you never know. Literally last week, I was like against Courtney and Travis. I think I said I wouldn't build them a ship even if it turned out to be true. And look at me, all aboard. Look at you, you're already already getting the materials. (laughs) Paying for labor. So I guess things can change. I just don't see that one changing for me. Yeah, no, I don't like that couple at all. Yeah, but a little more Kardashian news that I find quite interesting, and I think that you will too. Kendall Jenner announces that the launch of her new tequila company, and it's already won some big awards. Okay, yesterday, seemingly out of nowhere, the model announced her 818 tequila brand on Instagram. I just have to say, if you're an avid TikTok user, this was not out of nowhere. We've known about this for a while. You have? Why didn't you share it with me? Oh, okay. So some girl, um, I'm blanking on her name, and I'm really sorry, but she's gotten she's already gotten credit from Kendall. She figured it out. Like, she put together all these screenshots of like them drinking a lot of tequila recently and there was a bottle in the back of one of the pictures and like no one would have noticed it but she put together and she found the Instagram account that was private and she blew it up it blew up on TikTok drink 818 the tequila brand on Instagram follows nobody except for the girl who discovered it on TikTok like they're really embracing it because she was 100% right wow she wasn't sure if it was Kylie's company or Kendall's company I think in the end she narrowed it down to it being Kendall's company and now after, like, reading Kendall's post, I actually think this is, like, the smartest thing she could have done. No, it sounds really brilliant. The spirit has been years in the making, according to the model, and has already anonymously won tasting competitions, including the World Tequila Awards. You should um, judge one of those competitions. I couldn't agree more. For a variety of categories, including Best Reposado Tequila and Best Anejo Tequila. She, well, I'm more of a Blanco girl, but... She like, said on Instagram, quote, For almost four years, I've been on a journey to create the best tasting tequila. Then I immediately checked her age to make sure that she was 21 when oh, she started trying. How old trying. is she? 25. Well, so, so, she, so she's probably been working on it for like eight years, but she had to say four. 100%. That yeah. was my thought. 
That's a that's a good thinking, good investigative tools. After dozens of blind taste tests, trips. Oh, I'm sorry, I clicked on a hyperlink. After dozens of blind taste tests, trips to our distillery, ending entering into world tasting competitions anonymously and winning. Three and a half years later, I think we've done it. She wrote in the post. This is what all we've been drinking for the last year, and I can't wait for everyone else to get their hands on this to enjoy it as much as we do. Drink eight one eight coming soon. So first of all, I mean the way that she's building it, like it sounds like it's a delicious tasting tequila. So props for that. But also, I think a Kardashian liquor brand is a wonderful new category for them to expand into. Right. That's what I was thinking. Because there is so much overlap in their businesses. Like, there's multiple beauty, multiple skin, clothes. Like, it's all very niche. It's all very, like... Beauty and lifestyle. Beauty and lifestyle. And I think that Kendall, first of all, now, like, having her own business, it's, like, fabulous outside of modeling. Because modeling, sadly, does not last forever. It's a young woman's game, which is just... The industry is just so fucked up. But it is a new category, and I think that Kendall's the perfect one for it because she really is, like, the one who parties the most. She's, like, the free spirit. She's the single one. And I think this could be her ticket to the next Billionaire's Club. I think this could be her ticket, too. I think all aboard. And I love when someone finds their ticket. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm still I've been searching for mine <laughs> every day of my life. But yeah, no, I think this is her ticket onto the cover of Forbes just so they could take it back because they're obsessed with the Kardashians and labeling them billionaires and non-billionaires. And then taking it back, self-made, not self-made. Yeah, no, they made that up and then took it back. Yeah, they're like fighting with themselves. Yeah, It's no, an like, internal struggle Like the Forbes. Kardashians don't care. Don't care. Billion is a billion. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think in a year from now, we'll be watching this episode and we'll be like, wow, we were so right. We knew immediately that it was going to make her a billionaire. Yeah. No, just when she posted this, like, I don't know if you guys felt the same way. Toaster's like, I just got a good vibe. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. A, a, a move that makes sense. hundred percent. You know, it's not like trying to shoehorn it in. Like, it just. It doesn't feel like a weird brand alignment. Like, it makes sense. natural next step, it seems like. Couldn't agree more. Very excited for her. And really excited for the girl on TikTok who. Just like made headlines by being an investigative journalist. We love to see that. And are you excited to try the tequila? There is a Blanco. I don't know if the Blanco is award winning, but. No, I, I mean, honestly, at a certain point in the night, like I'll start drinking toilet water, like if it would get me drunk. So yeah, um, I'll try anything. Send me a bottle. Cool. Very exciting. I wonder when it will Launches. launch yeah. to the public. We'll keep you posted. Yeah, we will. Okay, next story. More than 55,000 critics, quote, cancel Sia's music um, amid autism backlash. Yes, I've music, been seeing this. Her movie, not her. Music with a capital M, not a It's the name of the movie. M. It's called Music, the movie. Yes, Sia's Music, the movie, is hitting a very sour note with thousands of online social justice warriors, says the New York Post. Oh, this, this article's fucking like shady. <laughs> the singer-songwriter's feature feature directorial debut has already been widely panned by critics and otherwise concerned viewers, but that hasn't stopped the masses from rushing to sign a petition to have the film officially condemned by the industry by the way of removing its two 2021 Golden Globe Award nominations. Didn't realize it had been oh, nominated for Golden Globes. The Change.org campaign has already amassed 55,000 signatures since the petition was launched by allies of the autism community last week, 50,000 of which came only in the last 24 hours. Related petitions on the website have also garnered substantial support. In Music, the movie, starring Best Actress Golden Globe nominee Kate Hudson and Leslie Odom Jr., former Dance Mom star Maddie Ziegler, plays a nonverbal autistic teenager. Critics take aim primarily with the casting of neurotypical Ziegler, despite the available autistic actors. Representatives for the film did not immediately respond to the post request for comment. Right, so we're kind of living in this interesting age right now, where in the last few years, it's become like... 
unacceptable to cast someone in a movie or a TV show as something they are not, you know? Yes. And I think a lot of people are split on this because it's like, well, actors act, so you can play a gay person and not be gay. You're an actor. And a lot of people are like, well, there's a lack of opportunity for actors with disabilities for gay actors so why not use the opportunity for with a gay role or a role with someone with, with disabilities and and give that to someone who gets less opportunity so and I hear that and to be honest I wasn't sure how I felt about this thing until I saw clips of Maddie playing the autistic teenager and not that I believe it was her intention at all but it did feel like like mocking yeah almost and it felt like very strange and like definitely offensive to watch like I don't know how all these people like watched the final edit and was like yeah we should put this out like yeah it was uncomfortable to watch it was uncomfortable to watch and I think this is sort of reminding me of the story we reported on a few months ago with the witches movie with yeah. um oh, Anne yeah, yeah, Hathaway yeah. where again um sort of mocking disabled people and a missed opportunity for you know a an actress with or actor with disabilities to have gotten that part. Yeah. I don't think there are many parts for written f with, for characters with one arm, you know? Yeah. And also, excuse me, I'm about to sneeze, but the other thing I was going to say, Oh, well, cause we were just having this conversation. Excuse me. But, um, there are like many iconic movies, um, where the main character is on the spectrum or autistic and the character who played the, the actor who played the character was not autistic or on the spectrum. Rain Man is one of them. Yes. Um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Leonardo DiCaprio is the younger brother who is autistic. And it's just interesting like how much has changed because we regard those as like some of the best movies of all time. And, and I've seen both of them and they're excellent. But that just can't happen today. Yeah. Times change. Yeah. And this movie just seems like a little out of touch. It does seem out of touch. What's also interesting about it, we were just talking about, is that it was filmed like so many years ago. Right. So now people, especially on TikTok, since Maddie's like a, a teen, is like, well, who are we going to blame here? Like, do we blame Maddie? Do we blame Sia? And what the consensus from the kids on TikTok is, you know, Maddie was 14. Sia is her godmother. She felt like she was, you know, being protected. Sia has always looked out for her. Like ever since Sia like plucked her from obscurity on Dance Moms, Sia has always looked after her. I didn't even know that Sia was her godmother. Um, and this was filmed a while ago. So Maddie was 14 and she had expressed that she felt like really weird doing this. And they were like, no, it's fine. It's just art. So I think the kids have officially taken the blame off of Maddie Ziegler. Um, the thing is, while I do think that this is out of touch and not something I would watch, like I'm not going to sign a million petitions. Like I just, I'm not going to watch it. Like yeah. that's, so that's it's where It's a I'm personal at. decision. Yeah. I think that that's appropriate. But um, we'll keep you posted. This has been like a story for a long time, though. Like, because before the movie even came out, there was so much backlash. Like, I saw things on, like, Pop Crave and just, like, on Twitter. Yes. And I'm like, what is this movie? I thought it was a music video this whole time. I didn't know Sia was in the business of making movies now. Yes. No, we, uh, yeah. It's been a long, a long time. The whole thing. Yeah. And now it's finally out, I think, is why it's become such a big story. Yes. Okay, our fifth and final story, a little royal news, a little SRN, sad royal news. Oh my God, what is it? Prince Philip has been, Prince um, Philip 99, has been admitted to the hospital in London after, quote, feeling unwell. You know what? He'll be fine. Like, I feel like once a year we report on this and nobody bounces back better than Prince Philip. I really believe that. The Duke of Edinburgh was taken to King Edward VII Hospital in London on Tuesday evening on the advice of his doctor after feeling unwell, Buckingham Palace says in a statement. He left Windsor Castle where he has been staying with his wife, Queenie Vibe, <laughs> since November amid the COVID lockdown late on Tuesday and is suspected to remain in the hospital for a few days. His Royal Highness, um, it's 
taking a precautionary measure on the advice of his royal highness's doctor after feeling unwell so this i feel like this like most things could go either way you know yeah, it's either no, it, like it definitely um, could you know you know precautionary measure he's the prince we got the, the best health care in the world right or i don't know it's like when someone coughs in a movie yeah and like they took out their handkerchief and there's like a little bit of blood like that's how you know it's over in the movies especially in like old-timey london that's no, always how true. they when show you someone coughs they're done. it's over but no i don't know i just I don't worry about Prince Philip. Like, I lay at night and I worry about a lot of things. And Prince Philip is not one of them. Like, he is resilient. He is 99 years old. He could probably outrun me, which is not saying much. But I think he's fine. Like, he's just, it's precautionary. They have to take care of their royals. And yes. he just needed a quick trip to the hospital. He'll be fine. Yeah, okay. It hopefully. is not his time. I also saw a story that um, Prince William is, like, quaking over this Oprah interview because I think that, you know, they think maybe Harry and Meghan will spill the tea. Honestly, that just makes me want to watch the interview of course. more. And I honestly don't think that they will air any royal dirty laundry. RDL, definitely not. <laughs> but um, I just thought that was an interesting factoid. Oh, that is interesting. I didn't see that. But now, me as well, I'm feeling very excited for the interview. Yeah. March 13th, I think it was. Seventh. Yeah. Could be, could be either way, you know. Um, could be neither. It's very true. Thank you for those Fast Five stories. I felt as though they were very informational and you definitely needed to know them. You definitely did. So um, I guess we can get into our TV recap now. Yes, Real Housewives of Dallas was on last night, their trip to Austin. And it was full of, you know, giggly moments, but also a decent amount of drama. And I don't know about you, but I stand firmly on Team Deandra. Well, you do because you love Deandra. Love. And I don't know how I feel about them eavesdropping on yes. Deandra's conversation where she's allowed to like express her opinion. Especially on a TV show. Here's the thing. As you get older, you realize like just because you're talking with your friends, like I guess you could technically say, yes, I talk shit about every single one of my friends just because I express my feelings. Like especially on a TV show where they obviously needed that scene, it was not fair of Carrie and Cameron to stand outside and then use it as a weapon because she, she didn't say anything bad. She was just saying how she felt. Right. So I don't know how... I don't feel great about that. I don't think that's like grounds for Carrie to be so upset, like knowing how Deandra personally feels. And I don't know what I would have done in that situation. I don't think I would have listened the whole time because like it does feel wrong to listen to someone's like private feelings. And I believe it was either Tiffany or um, Stephanie who said like to eavesdrop and then use it as, um, I forget what they said, but it was just really well said, like to use it as like a weapon and like, and, and, I don't know what it was, but it was smart. Like, it's just, it's, un it's, it's, it's unfair territory. Like, that doesn't count. Yeah, like, we don't know Carrie's private feelings about Deandra. Right, right. So People are entitled to privacy. I, I agree with that. And I agree that it's not um, fair to use in this, in this fight. And I feel like, one, she shouldn't have listened the whole time. You got the gist. Deandra's still mad. And two, like, maybe you take that to go and have a private conversation with her. Right. Not to like, like, the way that she brought it up at the table, like, you know, being backhanded and then bringing it up in front of everyone. Like, if you really care about your friendship, which you're saying that you do, like, that's not how you mend friendships. And by the way, when Deandra was in that room complaining, it was understandable. Like, her and Carrie have been fighting for months. She makes a speech to Tiffany. Yeah. Like, I would be upset too. Like, where's my apology? And the thing is, in their, their actual fight, I do think that they're both wrong. Like, they both are probably snooty. They both don't ask each other enough about what's going on in their lives. But I think the way that they're both reacting to the fight makes me more Team Deandra. Like, I just think Carrie's so, like, heavy-handed and so rude in the things that she says. Like, even though it was weird as fuck when Tiffany started crying, like, about how she doesn't want her friends to fight because it reminds her of her parents fighting, like, it was so random. Carrie could have been a little bit nicer when Tiffany's sitting there crying. Yeah. Carrie's just very... 
harsh. Yeah. I, and she, she's not my, my cup of tea anymore. I, I feel that. But it feels like the women are siding with Carrie. Yeah, well, it feels like Tiffany is on Team Deandra because Tiffany and Deandra came in together. And I really respected Tiffany for taking the side. When you're new in a group, it's easier to, like, go with the flow. Cameron is so annoyingly... Cameron is always on the wrong side. Like, whenever... Um, I love everything about Cameron, except when she gets involved in drama because she's always on the, choosing the wrong side. Well, she's always just sticking up for whoever she's closest with blindly. Leanne. Like she, yeah. And she sticks with the worst people. Yeah. Leanne, uh, It Karen. also doesn't help that they're all drunk. Because yeah, of course. it makes it impossible to have, like, rational conversations. So I do think that when they wake up tomorrow on the trip, like, they might come to a better place. But, like, they're just drunk and emotional. Yeah. And not, like... No, the only person who was being rational was Stephanie. And Stephanie was not on either side. I think she was a little bit more sympathetic to Deandra. But she was really... Uh, firmly like the only one making sense yeah I also just want to give a quick shout out to like all of the looks for this western night because not only like do I love a a country cowboy theme but like I felt like everybody's looks really um represented them like Cameron's pale pink boots were so stunning Stephanie was like wearing all light blue like which is her color and she was wearing the off-white cowboy boots that say for walking on the side but in blue and denim and then uh Brandy was just like every I just felt like everyone's outfits really represented them and the rock star bus outfits were great too except I had a huge problem with Cameron Westcott because at first I'm like damn that's really cool she had like a concert t-shirt I know I saw what what you saw and then it was a Justin Timberlake shirt no but like that's Cameron Westcott's definition of rock and roll and like we have no choice but to respect <laughs> we it. We have no choice but to we respect We have no it. choice but to respect the lack of taste. <laughs> but we love her for it. We really no, do. we really do. And I was just wondering, like, do they sell that t-shirt at the concession stand? No. She made it. She made it. She like, made the sleeves, for and sure. And that's, like, really sweet. No, it's so freaking cute. That she blinged out her Justin Timberlake concert t-shirt. She's so precious. Like, I really have no problems with her, except that she's always choosing the wrong side. No, I, I know. But, her. like, even still, I think the way that she handles herself in these fights, like, she does... She doesn't get so... Below the belt. Below the belt or in the weeds. Like, she has her side, mm-hmm. but she's not butting her head into things that don't Well, I disagree. I think she, like, butts in a lot and just, like, makes annoying points and, like, backs up, like, the most rant. Like, it just... I actually don't like the way that she fights at all, but she never says anything mean. Yeah. And I have to respect that because some of these women go so below the belt. Yeah. Um, this blow-up doll stuff is so stupid. Like, I can't. Like, I'm so... there. I, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want to give it I any more time. I can't believe you brought it up. The bus was so funny. Like, honestly, great way to travel. I'm surprised the like, Housewives haven't done that more. Except Kim and Croy just did that with their RV thing. But it was really funny. And when they had to walk half a mile in their shoes up to the house, like, I wanted to cry for Carrie's them. Carrie's heels were so high. Huge. I was in shock. That was a really long walk. That house is amazing. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. That house is amazing got it like one of weirdly like my favorite houses i've seen Uh, agreed like it had everything it had every vibe every mood jacuzzi like just everything spa vibes lake vibes usually not the same vibe yeah chainsaw massacre vibes next week yeah it was really it was actually a great episode and i think the trip is off to a great start and i think it'll be great deandra's obviously not going home jeremy gave her some very sound advice i I love jeremy also thought it was so funny and like a cute friend moment when tiffany gave deandra a b12 shot yes yes and i also so tiffany's journey um from last week to this week has been interesting and also like from the beginning i feel like she was like a really well liked and a fan favorite off the bat i feel like last week we were like okay you're it's t- it took a turn. It took a turn. But I feel like she's super self-aware. And yes. I really like her change in attitude this week where it's like, I'm going to try and push myself out of my comfort zone. I just, I feel like in her interview, she's really honest and self-aware. And those are two qualities I really respect. So even when in the moment her actions like, you know, aren't totally perfect, she always owns up to it and makes a change for the next time. And, and I have no choice but to respect and to I, stand. I agree. Um, 
Okay, that was our TV recap. Thank you so much for joining. And now we're going to do our Dear Toaster segment, which is brought to you by Hum Nutrition. Formulated by experts and rigorously tested, each unique Hum Nutrition supplement packs a combo of potent, clean, and clinically proven ingredients designed for specific goals like clear skin, improved sleep, hair growth, balanced mood, and healthier body. To help boost your well-being in the ways you need it most, take their quick quiz and get individualized product recommendations from their team of registered dietitians to help bring your skin, body, hormones, and mood into balance with Hum Nutrition. So I love a personalized quiz here because... Vitamins and supplements, people have different uses for them. I know for me, like, I really want to target headaches, my memory, and just general fatigue. And that's not the case for everyone. So I like taking a a quiz on humnutrition.com so I know, like, what I'm being sent is specifically for me. And, you know, I know you wanted to use it for, like, your hair and and your skin. Yes, and also for energy and all of those great things that supplements can provide. Hum Nutrition is the brand. Some of our favorite products from there are the Hair Sweet Hair, where the, which are the gummies that boost your body's ability to maintain healthy, maintain healthy, vibrant hair and support hair growth. And then we also love the Glow Sweet Glow Gummies. They're vegan also, and they help keep moisture locked into your skin and glowing throughout the day. So if you have any needs that you think a supplement or a vitamin could help with, head over to humnutrition.com and use the code TOAST for 15% off your first order. So again, they have a flexible subscription options and very chic packaging and it's super easy to get started and stay on top of your daily dose so make sure to go to humnutrition.com the code is toast you can get 15 15% off your first order of $29 or more love it okay dear toasters dear toasters is our advice segment if you ever want to write in and get some decent advice from us toasters at gmail.com is the email and we will always keep it anonymous hi claudia and jackie love you both so much and thanks for adding much needed humor to my days while i'm working from home truly brighten youtube truly brighten my day thanks i'm currently writing this under the covers in my bed alone may i add on valentine's day from this you would probably believe i'm single but i've actually been dating my boyfriend for two and a half years he's not very mushy but the past two valentine's days he's taken me to dinner given me roses and chocolates and has spent the whole day with me this year we decided to do to do dinner on the 13th which is a saturday which i was totally okay with but to my disappointment he didn't show any appreciation for me today on actual valentine's day no flowers chocolates dumb instagram posts or anything i don't want to sound like a brat but it makes me feel extremely underappreciated and i just spent nearly two thousand dollars to go away for a trip for his birthday on top of his birthday presents and a valentine's day gift to make matters worse he barely talked to me all day because he's been running around trying to find a headset for his playstation i don't want venus of floor roses but i thought maybe gas station flowers would be okay for for his budget i really don't want to start a fight but and i don't want to come off as underappreciate underappreciative but i'm really sad and feeling let down let me know how you two queens would handle this if ben and zach pulled some shit like this from valentine's day who communication is key girl like you have to speak up you how have was to he gonna know boys are not that smart like he's never gonna know you're just sitting under your covers he's probably like she has her period yeah you're gonna like stew and make yourself upset more upset as opposed to like this is one of those rare times where getting it off your chest is quite helpful put it on someone else you know yeah it's a burden like let him unburden you right and then he will obviously apologize because i he doesn't seem like a bad person and I don't think he ever thought that he made you feel that way. And then you will feel so much better. So I would just go to him, you know, in Civilly. a sweet, civil, sweet, just hurt. Like, hi, um, I had such a great time Saturday night. I just was a little bummed. Maybe like one tear, you know, strategically placed yeah, on like, the cheek. <laughs> yeah. Like get that um, Candace folded up tissue and like hit the corners yes, of your hit, eye. Yep. Like that. Can't, like, um, this was sad. Just say, I had such a great time Saturday night. I was just a little bummed because I was really excited to spend Valentine's Day with you. And um, 
I haven't seen you all day and like can you get me any flowers like what the fuck is going and on and I just I didn't really I was sniff I didn't feel very special and you know I love you so much and I uh, I just sniffle I'm sad yeah no communication is key you have nothing sniff, like sniff. you're not saying anything crazy and if he's a normal human being he'll understand and if he's not <laughs> bye and then like leave your computer open to venus to floor Air, shop airmaze.com yeah shop, shop morning toast.com you know this is like this is not a terrible problem to have communication is key in a relationship so you got to just communicate and i know it's hard yeah no it it is hard but it, it gets easier the more times you do it Right. And then you're just expressing your disappointment about everything. Yeah, try not to be like such a naggy. That's like no, my, it, my cross to bear in this lifetime is like not being a naggy wife, but like having to get things off my chest. But it's like literally you left the freezer open two nights in a row and like everything inside melted and I had to clean up all the chicken juice. Like That's horrific. No, I know. And it's just like it's one thing after another. I'm like, put your PlayStation remote away. I just feel like a mom at sometimes and like that's my cross to bear personally. Yeah, no, I remember I the, the first time I was like disappointed in something that like Zach did or didn't do in our relationship and I was like making myself sick with how to handle it. Right. And ultimately I decided to just let him know how I was feeling and just overnight the stomach ache disappeared. Absolved. Yeah. No, you're right. And then it was on him to go and fix it. And right. he did. Right. And he did. All right, next up. Hi, Jackie and Claudia. I discovered the morning toast in quarantine and since have listened every day. Love you both. I am 23 and my brother's 27. Back in March of 2020, peak quarantine, my parents decided to drop the bomb that my dad was not me nor my brother's biological father. They couldn't get pregnant due to my dad having bad swimmers and decided to go with a sperm donor to have my brother. When they decided to have me, they used the same donor. My parents told absolutely no one about using the donor. Cue my identity crisis. I decided to do 23andMe Ancestry and Health to learn about any health concerns and about where I'm from. I know there was a chance discovering family members, but that's the kind of stuff that happens in movies. My results came in and I have one relative, my biological grandmother. She connected with me and her bio read, I have no grandchildren, so I would love to meet you and your half-siblings. Three so far. Then a weird part saying my bi biological father would need to meet me first. She direct messaged me saying, I'm so thrilled to know you exist and I can't wait to learn more about you. I'm in shock. I don't mind chatting with her and learning some family history, but right now I have no interest in learning about my sperm father. I can't even imagine seeing a picture of him. Oh my God, that would be so creepy. I'm happy for his donation, but that's it. My brother has zero interest learning more and doesn't want me to share anything about him. I messaged her back thanking her for reaching out, but said I needed time to process. What would you guys do? What, would you want to know more about her? Learn about the sperm father? Meet them someday? What questions would you ask? Should I ask how connected how she connected with the three other half-siblings. I don't know what to do. Please help. From a toaster with a huge family secret, she can't tell anyone. Before we dive in, I just want to say, like, one or two years ago, we went on, like, a whole tangent about how 23andMe is, like, ruining the anonymity of sperm donors. And this is the exact case. Because as a sperm donor, it is your right to never get named or anything. Mm -hmm. So where legally does 23andMe I don't fuck know. that up? That's really, that's tough. It's uncharted territory. And so I don't think there's a right or wrong way to handle it. Obviously do what feels best to you. But in just hearing this, what I think I would do, I understand that you, why and how you actually have no interest in meeting your sperm donor father. And I don't think that I would either. There's no real connection there. And I think it really complicates things. But the grandma. But something about this precious grandma who doesn't have any grandchildren and like you, it just feels like so beautiful. So what I would say to her, if this is how you're feeling, I would say, wow, this is so amazing. Like, it's so nice to meet you. Um, I would, I would be interested in getting to know you. I just don't feel the same way about my quote father. Yeah. So if that, if meeting him is the only way I can meet you, then I At would say time. no thank you. But if you are interested in pursuing a relationship with me, that's something I would be interested. I would also, I mean, for me personally, I don't know if she wants to get all the like half siblings together who were like part of this sperm 
donors um, club. Club. I personally want, wouldn't feel it uh, necessary, an, like an obligation to meet them. But I don't know something about this Gma. Like she's I know. on twenty three and me looking for grandkids. Like, but don't do anything you're not comfortable with. So just make it very clear. Like I would love to meet you. I have like no interest in meeting your son. <laughs> and if that's cool with you, great. If not, bye. Like, yeah. don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Grandma doesn't make the rules like you do. So hundred percent. Don't this, let her push you around. This also does sound like a little exciting. You know, this sounds like a novel. Like, let us know how it ends. Would love an update from you, please. Yes. Good luck. That's like. That's crazy. That's where, you know, we're living in the future, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. All right, third and final. Hello to the most beautiful, stunning, and smart ladies. Wow. <clears throat> Thank you both for brightening my morning and making me laugh harder than I thought was possible while listening to a podcast. I realized that I would be RDH if I didn't write in for some advice. So here I am. My boyfriend is an absolute pee-jom. We recently bought a home and have been together for three years. After moving in together, dating long distance through a deployment, and even after the quarantine, we remain together and stronger than ever. But after three years, he has yet to post a picture of us on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, no. We've oh, had professional no. photos done and oh, so many no, cute no, options no, no, to show no. ourselves and, our, and show off our dog. But he won't post any of them. I recently have spoken to him about how it bothers me and his reasoning was not wanting to Google, Google to know anything about his life. He's very private online and has only posted once in the last three years. I understand his concern and it's hard to argue because he's, he is a cyber crime agent in the FBI. Wow, this man just like sounds like everything. The only reason I've been able to come up with it is because it would just make me happy. My question is, am I overreacting? Is this just my own millennial self making a bigger deal and caring too much about social media? Yes. Signed a possibly dramatic toaster. If you had told me a homeboy was like active on social media, playing Farmville, you know, <laughs> like doing all these things, like lit Facebook account and not posting you, I would have been like, oh, this is shady. Homeboy doesn't post on Instagram, like period. End of discussion. Like it's not a big deal. No, and like, he works in cyber crimes. Like you could he see. Knows, he knows something we doesn't. It right. sounds like he's the king and we're he the knows sorry. We we're, we're the sorry people. Like yes. giving all of our information up. Dummies. I think that you have a treasure on your hands yep. who's looking out for all of you and your well-being yes. and the fact that he's not like putting it out to the public it's like it's like we're playing checkers and he's playing chess no being dating this man is like playing chess with bobby fisher like he's a genius no it's like being married to bobby fisher yes you know this is such a blessing you have like and i'm so glad you wrote in because sometimes when you're in a situation you can't see outside perspectives and we don't know you we don't know your boyfriend but i feel so strongly that like my fresh perspective is right like you should be so grateful that you don't have a thirst monster for like a boyfriend or a husband who doesn't care about social media. It's such a blessing. It's so fresh. It's so rare. He's literally the definition of a precious gem of a yes, man. Because, like you said. Because he's rare. Yeah. Like a precious gem. I think he's looking out for all of you. And the fact that he doesn't post at all like makes him not posting you less insulting. Like you know he's your man. If you have other reasons to like worry about his intentions please write back in and let us know of those. But up until this point, it sounds like everything he does is consistent in his line of thinking. You know right. what I mean? It's not like he thinks, says one thing, does another, thinks one thing, but over here does something different. Like this is who he is and what he believes and everything that he does is in line with that. I don't think you have an issue. No, you not only do you not have an issue, you have a gift. <laughs> like you wrote in being like, I have this problem and it turns out you actually don't have a problem. You have a surplus of blessings <laughs> and you should be grateful. Yeah, so go give him a big kiss. So those were our dear toasters. If you have written in and we have read your prompt on air this week or any week previously and you have an update, please update us. Write another email and just put update in the subject line and we will do our best to get it on air. And if you have any quandaries, any queries, any problems, email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. And that's our show. Our merch is now available at shopmorningtoast.com, the Redheads collection and the How You Dern collection, both available until... 
supply runs out. So check it out. Check it out. Chopmorningtoast.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a fabulous day. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IRA, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us. The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you have an amazing day, amazing hump day. Make sure to hump someone you love, specifically your dog, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.